This is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 5 of our occasional efforts in reading Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. He knocked, therefore, more than once or twice, saying, May I now enter here? Will he within open to sorry me, though I have been an undeserving rebel? Then shall I not fail to sing his lasting praise on high. At last there came a grave person to the gate, named Goodwill, who asked who was there, and whence he came, and what he would have. Here is a poor burdened sinner. I come from the city of destruction, but am going to Mount Zion, that I may be set free from the wrath to come. I would, therefore, sir, since I am told that by this gate is the way thither, know if you are willing to let me in. I am willing with all my heart, said he, and with that he opened the gate. So when Christian was stepping in, the other gave him a pull. Then said Christian, What means that? The other told him. A little distance from this gate there is erected a strong castle, of which Belzebub, the evil one, is the captain, from whence both he and they that are with him shoot arrows at those that come up to this gate if haply they may die before they can enter in. Then said Christian, I rejoice and tremble. So, when he was got in, the man of the gate asked him who directed him thither. Evangelist bid me come hither and knock, as I did, and he said that you, sir, would tell me what I must do. An open door is set before thee, and no man can shut it. Now I begin to reap the benefit of the trouble which I have taken. But how is it that you came alone? Because none of my neighbors saw their danger as I saw mine. Did any of them know you were coming? Yes, my wife and children saw me at the first and called after me to turn again. Also some of my neighbors stood crying and calling after me to return. But I put my fingers in my ears and so came on my way. But did none of them follow you to persuade you to go back? Yes, both obstinate and pliable. But when they saw that they could not prevail, Obstinate went railing back, but Pliable came with me a little way. But why did he not come through? We indeed came both together until we came to the slough of despond, into the which we also suddenly fell. And then was my neighbor Pliable discouraged and would not venture farther. Wherefore, getting out again on the side next to his own house, he told me I should win the brave country alone for him. So he went his way, and I came mine, he after Obstinate, and I to this gate. Then said Goodwill, Alas, poor man, is the heavenly glory of so little worth with him that he counteth it not worth running the risk of a few difficulties to obtain it. Truly, said Christian. I have said the truth of Pliable, and if I should also say the truth of myself, it will appear there is not betterment betwixt him and myself. Tis true, he went on back to his own house, but I also turned aside to go into the way of death being persuaded thereto by the words of one Mr. Worldly Wise Man. Oh, did he light upon you? What he, what would he would have had you seek for ease at the hands of Mr. Legality? They are both of them a very cheat, but did you take his counsel? Yes, as far as I durst, I went to find out Mr. Legality until I thought that the mountain that stands by his house would have fallen upon my head. Wherefore, there I was forced to stop. That mountain has been the death of many, and will be the death of many more. 
It is well you escaped being by it dashed in pieces. Why, truly, I do not know what had become of me there, had not evangelist happily met me again as I was musing in the midst of my dumps. But it was God's mercy that he came to me again, for else I had never come hither. But now I am come, such a one as I am, more fit indeed for death by that mountain, than thus to stand talking with my Lord. But oh, what a favor this is to me, that yet I am to enter here. We make, we make no objections against any, notwithstanding all that they have done before they come hither, that in no wise are cast out, and therefore, good Christian, come a little with me, and I will teach thee about the way thou is the way thou must go. It was cast upon, it was cast up by the men of old prophets, Christ and his apostles, and it is as straight as a rule can make it. This is the way thou must go. But, said Christian, are there no turnings nor windings by which a stranger may lose his way? Yes, there are many ways, but down upon this, and they are crooked and wide. But thus thou mayest distinguish the right from the wrong, the right only being straight and narrow. Then I saw in my dream that Christian asked him further, if he could not help him off with his burden that was upon his back. For as yet he had not got rid thereof, nor could he by any means get it off without help. He told him, And as to thy burden, be content to bear it until thou comest to the place of deliverance, for there it will fall from thy back of itself. Then Christian began to gird up his loins and to turn again to his journey. So the other told him that as soon as he was gone some distance from the gate, he would come at the house of the interpreter, at whose door he should knock, and he would show him excellent things. Then Christian took his leave of his friend, and he again bid him Godspeed. This concludes episode five of John Bunyan's The Pilgrim's Progress. <laughs>